0: knit sewing today a cold shoulder style but i've also adapted that sleeve to not have the cold shoulder and it's so easy easier than what you expect there's also some stripe play and me attempting really hard to not match any of the stripes i'll sneak peek one stripey fun hi sewing friends i'm karina from liftingpinsandneedles.com. welcome to this channel that is all about sewing limitless sewing and for the last few days past and future we are doing a capsule wardrobe and i really hope you're enjoying this and following this along i am following absolutely no rules or guidelines whatsoever all i've done is choose a color palette that i like and some fabrics i've been collecting to do this some i've had for years some i've had for months (laughs) But purple is a color that gets me really excited. It's a really nice color that suits me, that is super hard to find. I look for it constantly when I'm out looking for fabric online or in person. And I'm just so happy to be sewing up these garments to make this purple capsule collection that is not minimalist. It'll have a lot of pieces in there. You are welcome to catch up on this series. I have a playlist listed down below so you can see what the plans are. I am following a book. So beautiful book by Kenneth Wong who is the owner of each to stitch there are eight patterns there and i am sewing them all this book is available for pre-order now and it'll be available for shipping in the first week of december in the description box i also have my amazon affiliate link that will take you to this book to be pre-ordered so if you want to use my little link there i will appreciate it the commissions from amazon are extremely low but you know Every little bit helps, so thank you so much if you use that link too. I will leave all the details down below in the description box if you're interested to get this book for yourself. It's great value for all the patterns that are in here. And today I have a neat pattern to show you from the book called the Prague Top and Dress. I'm really excited to show you my two tops. I changed my plans at last minute. I planned to sew a top and a dress, but you know, I said I was just going to follow what I'm feeling and just have all the freedom that I need. I always really want to keep that freedom of being inspired and sewing things in the moment. And one of these two tops was planned and I had like the idea of what I was going to do exactly. And the other one was a spur of the moment thing that just happened a few hours ago. And those types of things make me so happy. If you like watching sewing videos, this is what this channel is all about. Lots of sewing content in the way of actual sewing footage that you can see up close. You can discover a lot of ways to sew that you might not have thought about. I'm sharing all the tips and tricks I've picked up over 30 years. So if you think that's cool, go ahead and subscribe to this channel and be a part of this little community online. The Prague top and dress can be a top row dress, obviously. (laughs) They use the same pattern piece. There is a shorter cut line there for the top. You have a choice of two types of neckline, a scoop neckline and a V neckline. Also two types of sleeves, short or three quarter length. They both have the cold shoulder feature here, so the top part of the sleeve is sort of missing. <laughs> and it's sort of semi fitted at the bust and then swings out at the hips. Not too noticeable with the top. The top is nice and roomy. It's not a fitted top, but with the dress, you can certainly see how it swings out and you have a lot of nice drape there depending on the fabric that you choose. This cold shoulder detail is finished with a band in the exact same way you do neck bands, you know, on the round, same way that's finished, super easy to sew. You need stretchy fabric light to medium weight knit fabric that stretches 40 to 60 percent horizontally it should also stretch some vertically of course i think for the dress version it's much more important that the fabric drapes really nicely because it's sort of swing style it's very roomy at the hips so rayon spandex double brush poly ity are really good choices i think for the top you can use cotton spandex as well So have a look at your fabrics I have chosen for one of mine a double brush poly and for the other one I have a mix of a sweater knit and an athletic knit nothing to do with the fabric recommendations but you know I'm always pushing the limits with that and just trying to see other things if they work out well and i'm letting you know it did work out it's not a tight fitting dress or top there's no negative ease here at the bust. you actually find one inch of positive ease so it'll be super comfortable at the bust. you're working with stretch fabric so I really like when there's zero to one inch of positive ease. I think it's really nice with knits and styles like that. Then at the hips, it's about five inches of positive ease. So very comfortable, very easy to wear. I cut a straight size 14 for my top and dress and I did some flat measurements. There is a lengthened and shortened line here sort of around the bust area. And that's where I cut and I added one and a quarter inches of length there to make the waist hit my waist or else the waist on this pattern would have been too high for me. So that extra length I added in this area, I used the short and lengthened line at the bottom around the hip area to remove the same amount. So the total length of my top is the original length of the top. And I would have made a dress for sure if I'd had the right fabric. <laughs> I'm full of fabrics that work for a dress like this. It's just that they don't fit into the color palette, so I'm leaving those for later. I had thought about making a black dress out of rayon spandex but then I thought you know what I don't want to use black that much in this collection I'll have it in there a little bit yesterday I've shown you my and Dolman little cover-up that's black and later on I'll have a pair of black pants I think that's as far as I want to put black into this collection and just try to focus on purple and gray and just nicer colors so I opted out of the black dress and chose some leftovers. In the video where I shared with you my plans, I said I was gonna try and work out that sleeve because I know the cold shoulder is not for everyone. I do love the cold shoulder. I think it's a style that I've always enjoyed. I've actually taken off parts of sleeve onto garments to have the cold shoulder. I've done that hack before and I've shown that a few times on the channel already so I know a lot of you are like no it's cold why would I want my shoulders exposed and I totally get that I totally get it. I am going to show you how to fill up that gap and it's very simple easier than what you think and it has worked. First I want to share with you the traditional Prague top with the cold shoulder and I want to show you all the lengths i've gone to to not match my stripes you know working with stripes is super fun but it can be a little bit of a headache to match them and there are ways to sew stripes that don't match and i call that stripe play and it's super fun and i love using stripy fabric for those visual effects I'm gonna do the exact same thing to the front and the back. This is the front right there. I've dropped the neckline by an inch just to make the scoop a little bit lower. And I'm gonna cut these in a single layer. I'm going to be adding center seams to both the front and the back. So I can have one side have horizontal stripes and the other side have vertical stripes. Now this double brush poly stretches in the same way, horizontally and vertically. So I don't have any reservation with doing that. If your knit had tiny bit of vertical stretch and a lot of horizontal stretch, sometimes a stripe play might not work because you do need both ways to stretch, sort of equally for the garment to fit properly. So I'm gonna cut this front piece, leave 3-8 seam allowance here on the front, and then I'm gonna use the fabric actually to put it on the fabric and use the fabric as the pattern piece to cut the other side that's gonna have the stripes going that way. So I've put my front pattern piece on top of the fabric right sides together with the stripes going in a different direction I've got the edge of my fabric going right along the line so it's very nice and neat and double brush poly is awesome because it really sticks together you don't need pins or anything, nothing's going to move so I'm just going to cut around there and have my completed front that will have a 3/8 seam allowance in the center and I'll do the exact same thing for the back I have the front here extended, pinned in the center, so I can see the direction of the stripes. And you can see that on this side, I'll have vertical, and I want the seam matching that to have horizontal. So I've got them right sides together there. Having that shape there, the side seam, everything's gonna help me place the back pattern piece and to cut it correctly to have that same shape. So now that I know that I'm on the right track, I can remove this front and now cut out my single back and then use that one that I cut out to cut the other one with the stripes going vertically. This is the back piece. I've got it pinned on the center. You can see the stripes going in different ways. And when I get my front pattern piece and put it right sides together, this one's also pinned in the center. I'm gonna have contrasting stripes on the side seams as well. This is how to not stripe match intentionally. I don't have to match a single stripe in this top. And that is the whole goal. I can just go ahead, sew side seams and not worry about anything. I don't need to worry about the shoulders, nothing whatsoever, and you can have fun with stripes without the headache of matching stripes. This is how it's looking at the moment. I've done a lot of seams. Center seams have been done on the front and the back. You can see the black interfacing that stabilizes these shoulder seams right there. And the neckband has been sewn on. Now what I've got here is exactly the same thing you would do if you were sewing in a sleeve on the flat that is a whole sleeve. So you just pin up the sleeve to the armhole, right? Only this one has a piece missing right there. On the front here you have your single notch that you match with the armhole of the front piece. So there's that notch and up here there's a dot that matches a dot there. So that's how you unite this partial armhole there. The same is done on the back. Now on the back I ended up having to match these stripes, that's why you see so many pins there, because on the back part of this, the stripes are going to match, they're not going to match on the front, I wanted them not to match on the front so that the sleeve looks different, but they are going to match on the back. I'm ready to sew these sections there, those partial armholes. I'm sewing this partial armhole. I don't need to worry about matching stripes here. I can just sew with my 3-8 seam allowance. I'm using a shallow zigzag stitch, and you can see the settings on my machine there. And I sew up to that dot there. Now I need to go to the back armhole of the same sleeve. And here I need to match these stripes because the way the fabric is placed, I do. And I will actually sew over some of them, and I'm fine with that. For these exceptions this is the part where i had to match the stripes and you can see how well they match when you don't take out your pins so i think you can put rules aside for things like this when this is more important than not sewing over pins every now and then i'm serging the areas that involve the partial armholes i've just sewn up on both the front and the back this is one of the cold shoulders here this is the shoulder seam and the neckband as you can see The shoulder seam is a reference point to mark this in four. There you can see the four pins that mark the quarters of this cold shoulder opening. Now this you can see is finished super neatly. When you serge that partial armhole, you just press that seam allowance towards the sleeve. So the seam allowance is this way there. And then you get a super clean finished edge right there. This is my band, I've matched these stripes right there going across and all you need to do now is fold this lengthwise wrong sides together mark the quarters on this band this little seam, the seam on the band will meet the shoulder seam and then the rest is just sewing it the same you would a neckband only smaller and it's on the shoulder, it's not on the neck I've marked the quarters on my band and on this cold shoulder opening and just match them up. The band of course is shorter than the cold shoulder opening so you need to stretch the band as you serge. That's just the same as you do on a neckline. Make make sure the little seam allowances on the partial armholes are going in towards the sleeve. I'm just making sure that they are correct when I serge. After doing that, it's all attached and we go to the sewing machine and just sew it down and then the band is done here's my prague top three openings two for the shoulders one for the neckline and now all you need to do is put this onto each other so the sleeve seam and the side seam together in one go here is my stripey version from double brush poly it's extremely hard to find this fabric here if ever i just don't find it and this was sent to me by my friend vivian from stitches and seams in a package last year So I've been saving it and I always save my stripes. I really want to plan what I make. And I think this is a lot of fun to put an extra seam in the center, in the back. It also ends up using much less fabric than if you were cutting everything on the fold. I've taken great care to have the stripes go really neatly along there when I've sewn it. You can see the white stripe going all the way around. You know, I took some care with that stuff, I always do. And then with this band as well, you can see the white stripe there it's all very neat and the band was sewn on there super easy to sew these tops took no time at all to sew i had a lot of fun and i really love the look i think anything with stripes is fun and especially when you don't need to match them the only area i did need to match though were these sleeves at the back you can see it looks like a chevron sort of thing and i'm i'm very happy to sew over some pins to be able to achieve that easier and i'm very happy to do that otherwise i didn't need too much stripes anywhere else and that's the best with making garments like this you can use this idea to make things in woven just add center seams in the front and the back and cut your pieces the other way around i love doing this and i've done it before i haven't sewn any bottoms from this collection yet but these will go with the bottoms planned for a few more days ahead. <laughs> so I've paired both of these tops with my Danube skirt. It's one of the few purple things that were already in my wardrobe. I made it this year. It's a denim skirt pattern from each to stitch and it goes perfect, perfect with these two tops. So that's how you'll see it styled. I'm under a little roof. This is where I can take pictures today because it's raining. And I've got my Prague top, my cold shoulder with striped play. I've got it paired with my Danube skirts. this is also a pattern for me to stitch and it's purple so it goes perfectly. <laughs> I still don't have any bottoms to pair with these in this collection but I will in a couple of days. So really simple top, just made a little bit interesting with the stripe play. I have the original length here so this is the length of the top and the length of the short sleeves up closer you can see what i've done with the center front seam i love that because i don't have to match stripes anywhere i did drop my scoop neckline by an inch just personal preference i like it a little bit lower so i had to adjust the length of the neckband a tiny bit and a little bit so that's the band there that brings it in together and at the back you can see i've managed to match those stripes by not taking out my pins that's the only place i needed to match stripes on this top and I really like how the stripes look here the other side also has stripes that match on the back of the sleeve I am a fan of the cold shoulder I think it's cool you know I don't need to worry about being cold here because I can have a cold shoulder any day because it's really hot here now about getting rid of the cold shoulder it's super easy super super duper easy I'll show you how to do that now and then I'll show you the top I made I have a measuring tape stuck onto my shoulder. This is where the shoulder seam would be on a fitted knit top. Right there, that's my shoulder. So that's where I've got that just taped on. And here on my arm, I just made a scribble with a marker. It'll come off, don't worry. You can see if I extend this line, it'll just come under here to where the seam would be under the arm on a sleeve. So it's not gonna be digging up my armpit. It's just a tad below that. I stand straight, this line would go like this. When we wear garments, we don't walk around like this. We walk around and we move our arms. So we need to take this measurement with the arm sort of extended like that. So I'll extend my arm and what does that say? This is metric by the way, 15. So a cup of 15, 15 and a half would be good. So that's what I'm gonna go and look at on the pattern. This is the front. I've drawn the seam allowances. This pattern uses 3/8, so I've got a red line there on the shoulder seam and down the armhole, and then on the side seam. I want to measure the length of this without the seam allowance being there, so I'll put my tape there right. the seam line no seam allowances and go curving this up and see how much it measures 26 and a half centimeters i know that the front measures that you know probably the back is going to measure the same because this is a neat pattern so it's usually not that much difference compared to woven ones this is the back i've also drawn the seam allowances on the sides and on the shoulder seam and there on the armhole and i'll measure along and it's the same So they are the same. Here's the sleeve. You can see it's missing part of the sleeve because this is where the cold shoulder effect comes into play. I have also drawn the seam allowance right there at 3 8 of an inch and on the seams there on the side of the sleeve. I've got some paper I'm going to fill in and show you what I've done. Okay, so you can see I have a full sleeve piece right there. (laughs) Remember when I measured my arm, there was a measurement there that was 15, 15 and a half centimeters. That's about six inches. I've drawn a line across here across the whole sleeve right here where these seam allowances intersect so this is where you would measure the sleeve cap height and so what i had measured on myself was those six inches so from this line here i want to measure those six inches up to the seam line from there to there is six inches right there and then i've got seam allowance on the top right so this would be sort of the center of the sleeve this would be the notch for the shoulder seam up there Remember the length of the armholes for the front and the back on the main pattern pieces were 10 and a quarter inches. So I needed this length from here to there to be that distance and from there to there to be that distance. And now it's just about finding a curve that makes sense here. This is the gap I needed to fill with that curve and this one there too because there was nothing there. This section's empty. So if I take my tape measure and put it there on that middle and measure all the way down, like this I need to have the same length that the armhole has and it's the 10 and a quarter inches for the front and I'm measuring at the seam line where I've drawn seam allowances so, yep, it looks good this is what you see on a front armhole it's always going to be deeper and lower right there on the front and on the back it's going to be taller and a bit shallower, smoother on the back that's the shape that a sleeve will have when the armholes are not symmetrical. This pattern doesn't have a front and a back that you cut the same pattern piece on the fold, you know, they have that different shape, and this shape was already started different, it was already taller in this way. So when I had to smooth the line out to meet this, it just turned out smoother on the top. And here you can see the difference. This one just goes. Into a deeper curve. I basically have a four sleeve piece now that I can sew onto the Prague top and dress, and it will fill up the cold shoulder. It will fit perfect. And the sleeve has to be the same length here as the armhole that you're sewing the front and the back. It's not like woven ones where you have excess ease there. That's not the case with knit fabrics. So when I match my notches and my shoulder seam there on the top, everything is going to match because I've measured it and it's all the same. And This is going to match my body and it makes sense with the pattern for the size that I've chosen. About this top, I was just about this top. I just suddenly had a light bulb moment. I went into my knit stash to look for some fabric to cut out a band for something else. And this little piece of fabric just peeped at me. sort of called me hey (laughs) and it was a little piece of fabric I had left over from last year it's a sweater knit and I used it to make the cape cod capelet I'll put a picture here of what I made last year and I always knew that little piece was going to be good for absolutely nothing but it was so pretty I had it there in my stash and then I, I started thinking how can I use this this goes perfect it's got the gray tones it's got the purple how can I make it work and then I decided To make half of the garment with this sweater knit and then half of the garment with an athletic knit that matches and yeah i used my full sleeve piece that i had already adapted for it and voila look at this this is just crazy (laughs) so this is my sweater knit little leftover from my cape cod capelet from last year and i have done the whole half of the garment in this fabric i had just enough to cut one half of a front one half of a back and one sleeve so it's sort of similar concept to what i did with my striped version that i added center seams in the front and the back only there's no stripes here and then this is an athletic knit i've used this same sort of knit to make my son some joggers it's a really nice fabric feels really nice to wear and a bit heavier i think it matches the warmth department for these two i chose three-quarter lengths so that this wouldn't be a summer top and you know, it's gorgeous in my opinion I think it's super different, no one's gonna have anything like this and I'm so happy I could use up this scrap that is so beautiful and will go with this collection without having planned it I hadn't shared this with you because I hadn't even thought about it the little tiny scrap just fell on me sort of thing (laughs) and yeah, this was just extremely fun to sew I cut my neckband, half grey, half of the sweater knee and made sure to match those there at the centers, at the back. I've got twin needle hems, these were super easy to sew, I think they fit really well. Here is my pride top, no cold shoulder, this is the completed sleeve that I managed to Adapt and it fits perfect. It's all good. I've got all my shoulders covered, and I've made this one three-quarter length. This could be a spring- autumn sort of garment for me. Also paired with my danube skirt, which is purple, goes perfect with this collection. One of the few items I already had in my wardrobe in this color, so I can sneak it into these styling lookbooks while I make up the bottoms that are coming later in the collection. I'm so happy these go together and that I was able to give use to this sweater knit that I had left over, only a little piece, so I'm very happy with this. What I've done with this is not a common thing, I've got half a garment in one fabric, half the garment in another, I think they go together, grey and purple and grey, I think it's a different original thing that no one's ever going to have and if I go sideways it looks like I'm wearing one top and it looks like I'm wearing another. I think that's really fun to play with that. I've always wanted to make this in black and white, but I made it like this and I'm really happy with it. I'm so happy with the sleeve, how it turned out, it fits really well, it's all good. You know, just don't be scared to experiment. It's good, it fits, it's got the right shape. There's no way it could have gone wrong because I measured everything. So I've got a perfect sleeve without the cold shoulder <laughs> although i do love the cold shoulder i wanted to give this a go i have a thousand reasons why i sew but one of them is having exclusive stuff i love that i love that no one else is going to have a garment like this because no one's going to have these exact fabrics and do the same combination although you're welcome to use the idea of doing something like this but this specific one is unique to me and that makes me super happy just a few words about modifying patterns and doing something like i did measuring myself and just playing you know it's a lot of fun it's not hard if you would want to try and do those things i encourage you to try those things you can attempt this with your scraps there is a high chance that these things will work for you if you just follow along with what i do i'm measuring on my body you can measure on yours I'm using my size in the pattern you can use the size that you're sewing and not only for this pattern you can use all these tips for so many other patterns so I really encourage you to have some fun don't just close yourself to these types of adjustments on patterns like filling up the cold shoulder you know, it's sewing, we can do anything that we really want to and I'm having a lot of fun doing these things and I love sharing it with you because I really want you to have a go and just expand your horizons a little bit with patterns and think what else you can do you might think that it's easier for me because I've been doing this for so long but it's not just about for how long you've been doing things it's just a mindset of not being scared of cutting up your scraps <laughs> You know you have scraps around you might as well use them to experiment and to try these new things for yourself and you'll be amazed at the new things that you can achieve there's so many things you can do and i really want to encourage you to try i will see you again tomorrow with another pattern in the capsule collection cardigan time i love these cardigans so i will see you then